As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so, exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, Sleep Tight Stories. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. It is time to stop reading other people's success stories. I tell that to everybody who listens to my show because you need to start writing your own. Now, you can be motivated by their success because their story can offer direction and help you reach your goals and also create a plan for you, a plan that can also be delivered through your committed effort. My interviews on Money Making Conversation are for the consumers and also business owners because I give you access to celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. I got a couple of industry decision makers as my next guests. They are Jessica Myers and Devon Reeves. Since 2019, Principals Jessica Myers and Devon Reeds have acquired more than $14 million in commercial real estate assets with a focus on hotels and multifamily structures. The firm works with passive investors seeking attractive long-term investment strategies to grow their real estate portfolio. Jessica, who's a proud member of AKA, Africa for Africa Sorority Incorporated. That's another word. You know, you're going to do it either way. You know, you're going to have to give it the whole name or you're just going to say one of the same. You want to say both of them. Founded, both of them founded Epic Collective with her friend, Donna Reef. They're all both in, based in Atlanta, Georgia, where my show Money Making Conversation originates. They will be discussing how to raise capital and how to buy a hotel, something I've never thought of in my life. I just bought a building. Now, trying to buy a hotel is not even closely in my whole brain process. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Jessica Myers, a.k.a. and Devon Reeves. <laughs> hi, hi. Thank you so much for having us. We're so excited to be here. Well, thank yes, you very much. Uh, Ms. Reeves, let's start out with you. You know, I, I put all that a.k.a. love all on Jessica. I got to move my love over you, just letting you know, you know, you're just as important to me as well. You know, I'm just a member of Omega Psi Phi fraternity, so I always got to uh, ship a love. Right. That's all right. That's Frank, all right. Sorority love. So what's I'm not happening? Greek, but my my. my Dad, he's a he's a he's a he's a big fan of P Funk. So how about that? So that's my affiliation. <laughs> Make my funk the P Funk. I'm telling you something. I was there when the mothership landed. So 
I'm all well, right you know, with your dad. I'm all right with your dad. Tell us a little background about yourself, Devon. Oh, sure. Well, thank you so much for having us, Rashawn. My name is uh, Davon Reeves. I've mm-hmm. actually been in the hotel industry for over 14 years. Mm-hmm. I got my start off as a uh, front desk agent. Uh, so my background includes operations, feasibility studies, asset management, mm-hmm. and uh, now I can add hotel owner. Now, hotel owner, you just throw that out there so casually, and uh, I don't have a clue as to what that means. I bought a car. I bought a boat. I bought clothes on a regular basis, shoes. I bought a building. But you just throwing out the word hotel like that's like that's something that we just get on a regular basis when we go to a bed, bath, and beyond or something like that. Well, you know what? I'm trying to educate people so they can do that, so we can add hotel ownership to the conversation. <laughs> Now, Jessica, Jessica, people, is she being too casual with this, Jessica? Don't realize it, that hotel ownership is actually like you're buying in, into a franchise. Right. So hotels, Hyatt's, Marriott, Hilton, they only own less than 3% of hotels in their inventory. So that opens opportunities for people like you and I, who are we consider ourselves small businesses. Um, we can actually own a hotel. Over 60% of the hotels in the United States are actually owned by small small businesses. Jessica, should I be nervous to even consider the prospect of wanting to get into the franchising business of owning a hotel? Oh, definitely definitely not, especially when you have the right team around you to make sure it happens. Um, And that's the goal. We really want to change the narrative and make it more of a conversational piece. And that's what we hope to do, like blaze the trail so that you now can see hey, it's attainable. It's about owning franchise opportunities. Look at it that simply. And that's that's really uh, what we look to do is to raise the narrative so that we're changing the conversation. And it is something just like Q-tips are now, you know, just the thing that you say. Right. We really want it to be hotel ownerships like, duh, that's, that's what you do. And that's the importance of what we're creating with Epic Collective. Now, Epic Collective, that's a, that's a cool name, E-P-I-Q, which is an interesting spelling there. And I have to ask, why is the spelling that way? Well, we like to be different. So <laughs> when you it. think of Epic, you think of E-P-I-C. Well, we're different. We're two unique ladies, mm-hmm. as you can see, um, doing Epic things, uh, create, and doing. we're doing it collectively. Mm-hmm. So that's why we want to be uh, unique and different, like I just said, as far as up, can you? Oh, as far as that's why we add the, the cue to it. Well, it's, the great thing about it, I'm, I'm interviewing both of you. You're ladies and, uh, you know, coming into business, they said the fastest growing uh the sector of of entrepreneurship is females and especially African-American females. So I'm looking at two done. dynamic. I'm interviewing two dynamic ladies based out of Atlanta. So let me ask you this, Jessica. How did you two connect to become founders and become business partners? Well, actually, we went to college together mm-hmm. and we just stayed in touch through the years. Mm-hmm. And it came a point where we were both in our um, entrepreneurial journey. Devon had moved to Boston. I moved to New York and we moved back to Atlanta. And it was like, hey, let's meet up for lunch. Mm-hmm. And then lunch date after lunch date, before you know it, we're exploring dreams, we're exploring visions. And knowing what Devon was doing in the hospitality space, I started out as a wholesaler. And mm-hmm. she would often tell me like, hey, you know what you're doing in the hotel, whole, um, wholesaling space? It's still real estate. Right. You can apply those same aspects of what you're doing on, you know, the single family side. You can apply that to the commercial side. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, like, because in the in the wholesaling space, not many people are talking about owning a hotel. We're doing one 
family at a time. But that is a great entryway to get into the industry, to learn the lingo and learn the language. But just going to lunch with Devon, who has the hotel experience, she's like, hey, you really need to start looking at these skills and, and how to go in and, and do these strategies so that you can acquire more units. Because she knew that my passion was to acquire a thousand doors. And she was like, doing it one door at a time is not effective. Hotels will allow you to do it even further um, and collectively. So that's that's been a part of our journey. Okay, uh, I'll be remiss. What properties and from a franchising standpoint are you guys tied to right now? Uh, currently, we are tied to Hilton, the Hilton franchise. We acquired an 85 room um, home two suites in El Reno, Oklahoma. Okay, cool. Now, comes with that is employment. And you acquired, and I'm assuming, in uh, what year did you acquire? Uh, 2020. Okay, so cool. we acquired it during COVID. Doing, uh, <laughs> COVID when, um, so let's, let's talk about that, you know, cause you were not, you like, I bought my building during COVID. So yeah. I had during, a vision. During, during down economies right. are when most millionaires are made. Right. It's about seizing and looking for opportunity. Right. But you have to, as, as I always say, stay ready. Don't have to get ready. So now, it's like you, when you're already ready to seize the moment, you have your team around you you're looking for opportunity. That's how a down market, you can now capitalize on those elements. But you're in the hospitality world and we know that was hit tremendously. But I always believe that. But you're in a different hospitality because you're not tied to vacationing and you're not tied to results. You're okay. tied to daily travelers who, who right. are on the road and that never stopped. You know, the daily on the road travel. In fact, people travel more, increase their road travel and diminish their air travel. So talk about that whole concept of knowing and putting your business plan together, saying, you know, some we feel we're aligning ourselves with the right format because we're not buying a resort. We're buying a I like to say a business hotel. We deal with daily travels. They're not long term stay. You lay a day, maybe two days or a weekend stay. Is that part of the process in uh, making that purchase or one that you should pursue? Absolutely. I actually encourage and what you're talking about, you're talking about limited service hotel. And I mm-hmm. encourage that the first time hotel owners. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I encourage that, because like you mentioned, you know, during a downtime, during a downturn, even, you know, 10 years ago with the last um, real estate crash, the hospitality industry took a hit as well. Not as hard as this hit, but it still took a hit. And that's what actually got me thinking because I was actually working in the hotel the last downturn about 10 years ago. And I remember jobs being lost. Hotels, no one, you know, hotels didn't have to close down fortunately. But I remember that and that stayed with me. And I said, you know what? The next opportunity, I'm going to take advantage of that. And I'm going to look into limited service hotels and I'm going to look at those those hotels that are inside of the road. I'm going to look at those people who are just, you know, Mm -hmm. I want to drive. I want to do this and not necessarily focus on resorts. Because mm-hmm. the first thing that happens during a downturn, um, people cut their travel budgets. That's the first thing. Right. Now, here's the interesting. Now, you're in Oklahoma. You're based in Atlanta. You bought a hotel property in Oklahoma. How do you supervise that? How do you maintain quality control of a property that's, you know, several hundred miles away from you? Well, that's why we that's why we emphasize having the the right team and right. having an operator on our team. They handle the day to day so that we can continue on. Um, about, you know, the operations of Epic Collective while they are there, you know, we don't get the calls in the middle of the night, like, hey, this maid didn't show up for work or the front desk worker (laughs) is running late because Mm -hmm. we have an operator in place that handles that for us. I know you don't want to get the call that the maid is late and you're in Atlanta. That that mm-hmm. does, and it's on it's on Central Time Zone too. So you don't want to get that call. You're on Eastern Time Zone, but you have to deal with 
putting a team together. I'm, I'm talking to two fantastic entrepreneurs here. What exactly is your team? So your team would include having a broker. Mm -hmm. uh, your team would include having an operator that Jessica just mentioned. And also your team would include having a brand. Um, so we Hilton is a part of the team. Um, also having a lender. So Rashawn, you just mentioned how you purchased the building. So if you notice some of the concepts that we're talking about, it probably can translate into because mm -hmm. a building, office building or whatever type of building is still a form of commercial right. real estate. Mm -hmm. So the fundamentals are definitely the same. So having that team to help you find the location, uh, you know, you start out with having your ownership thesis. Uh, you start out with, you know, finding a lender and typically your broker can help you find a lender or working with a hotel consultant or an asset manager. So all of those are the key key players to help you find, a, a you want to find a profitable hotel. So I teach hotel, when I teach people to buy hotels, I teach people so that way they can become successful and profitable hotel owners and not just the regular hotel owner. Well, it's really interesting when I'm talking to you because it is a mindset. Let's go and be honest. You know, like I said, uh, you know, you know, it, 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 when you talk about entrepreneurs, they, they want to buy like a franchise, a, a casual dining franchise, or a fast food franchise, or a made a made service related franchise. And so, but when you start talking about a building, and I'm just, I'm just, I try to have honest conversations on that because I can't even fathom that process. And so, and I, and I, I know you have a history of hospitality service, so you've seen the, the technique. And from the same point, Jessica, you have a wholesale. But how does a regular person like me? even though I'm successful, become a person who will find interest in the type of long-term investment opportunities that you guys provide? Well, as she mentioned, that's where it's important to develop your ownership thesis because the name of the game is cash flow in yes. any industry. Right. And it's now understanding at what point am I willing and looking to come in right. to this process to go ahead and get it started, which mm -hmm. comes with what, where, where am I? Before you start a destination or, or we, we set off to go to a road trip to New York, you really want to find out, well, where am I right now? I'm in Georgia. I'm in Atlanta. And now I can build the road to success. Mm -hmm. So that's what she meant as far as um, the ownership thesis and understanding where is it that you are right now? What tools do you have access to, which will help to determine where it is that you're looking to go and grow in your cash flow journey? Well, you know, I, I remember I had an opportunity when I was managing Steve Harvey. You were sitting down and we were thinking about buying a El Pollo Loco. OK. And then, you know, because what, what, what we learned from that meeting was that you can't rich get rich off one El Pollo Loco. You know, right. you got to have several, you know, because when they start talking about, you know, the profit margin, maybe like fifteen thousand dollars a month, you know, that really shook us up. Oh, that's not that much money. When you start 12, that's a lot of work. For that's your pot profit margin, you know, at the time that we was talking to them. So being a franchisee, so what is that? Is there a magic number of uh, properties that you should own before you really start resonating, be calling it? You know, because, you know, when you own property, you're a millionaire already. But are you a millionaire in your bank account? That's what I'm talking about. When you can walk, when you can floss your success, you know, bigger houses, bigger cars, bigger vacations. So is there a model in place now that you go, we got the one in Oklahoma, then we're going to get three more properties and we feel that we'll be resonating as a, as a, as a firm that one day can be, you know, a, a Fortune 500? So that's actually a good point. And that's going back to your ownership thesis. So yes. um, hotels, you can let it look at it a couple of ways. You can focus on cash flow, yes. right? And that's an easier way to build a portfolio probably faster. Or you can look at more, you've mentioned long-term. Hotels are definitely capital intensive and definitely a long-term investment. Right. So um, a buy and hold strategy, 
But if you want to really build a portfolio, uh, you start you, you have a combination of both. You have a combination of having a cash flow property, which is more of a limited service, or maybe even more of an economy like a Super 8 or a, a Days Inn. Those are what you consider economy hotels. Those are true, or even a Motel 6. Those are good cash flow and property. And a lot of folks, um, including the Indian community, they own over 50% of the hotel using that model. They started off with really small hotels, mm-hmm. less than 100 cash flow on properties, and that's how they will build portfolios. Mm-hmm. And those are the same techniques that we're using. Mm-hmm. Starting off with smaller hotels, cash flow Hilton. Uh, when you start getting into the Hilton and the Marriott, we were fortunate because usually people in their later years in um, the hospitality industry get into more of the Hilton and the Marriott. Uh, but we mo- we looked at more of a, a, a hold um, hold approach, buy and hold approach. Right. So, so Jessica, when I look up, tell everybody I'm interviewing Jessica Myers and uh, Devon Reed, uh, they're the founders of Epic Collective. Um, they're in the hospitality business. They buy and collect hotels. They seek out investors to uh, look at the long term investment opportunities they can do working with them. So I'm, I'm, I'm a good talker. I'm going I'm gonna lie. I'm a good talker, but I'm, I don't know if I'm a good enough talker to convince people to give me money. So <laughs> see, that's a say I've heard, see, Jessica can talk, you know, I'm not saying Devon, you can talk too, but Jessica over there, she got a little bit extra in her conversation. So when y'all go in there making the presentation, who's the talker or who's the lead person in the pitch? I mean, me when the whole, with the hotels. Okay. Yeah, I was like, it's a, coll- it's a collaborative effort, okay. I feel, because I always tell Devon, I mean, technically, you know, you're the one who who brought me into the hotel right. space and the commercial right. space. It's right. not something I was looking to. You know, I'm in the single family space. I'm a real estate developer mm-hmm. um, as a wholesaler. You know, I was I was just fine. But someone to <laughs> shed light like, hey, this could be a lot more exponential. So I would say that she convinced me and I'm the type of person, you know, I used to I had a career in sales prior to getting to real estate. Right. And I would say once I see something that works. I'm going to go tell everybody. Right. And that's and that's the power of what we've been able to create through Epic Collective because Devon is the one that got me into the commercial space. And now we're able to tag team and tell people in our community, like, you know, we knew a lot of people from Georgia State. We knew um, university, which is where we went and where we met. Uh-huh. Um, we know a lot of people just from, from networking, from building our team, from going to the events, the groundwork. Devon, having a 14-year career in, in the hotel space, mm-hmm. she knew a lot of people. So it was really about identifying the opportunity, providing the education to take advantage of the opportunity, and then executing on the opportunity. It's finally here, the season of celebration. And no matter how you celebrate with family and friends, whether you're preparing for Reyes Magos or Karamu, lighting the menorah, or going to Midnight Mass, Kohl's has just what you need to make those traditions special. Plus, you'll find gifts for all your loved ones. Send warm wishes with cozy fleeces, sweaters, loungewear, blankets, and throws. Support minority-owned or founded brands by giving gifts from Human Nation and Shea Moisture. Or treat them to everyone's favorite activewear from top brands like Nike, Adidas, and Under Armour. And in the spirit of giving, Kohl's Cares is donating $8 million to local nonprofits nationwide committed to the health and well-being of our communities. No matter how you celebrate, when you shop at Kohl's, you're right where you belong. So this season, give with all your heart with great gifts from Kohl's or Kohl's.com. 
Whether your event needed one room or an entire conference center, Hopin has revolutionized the way people come together. With Hopin, you can host a fully-fledged digital meetup complete with one-on-one -on -one meetings, hands-on sessions, and expo booths. And because everything is hosted in a single, easy-to-use platform, it can be as big or small as you want, remain convenient for anyone who wants to attend, and give you access to data you never would have known otherwise. Visit Hopin.com to learn more and get started. Still living in 2021 and manually taking notes? Start the new year with otter.ai to generate automatic notes for meetings, interviews, or lectures. With otter.ai, you can search the meeting notes, insert images, play back the audio, and share them with your friends or coworkers. You can capture action items, remember meeting details, and keep everyone informed. Otter.ai works for in-person or virtual meetings like Zoom, Microsoft Teams, and Google Meet. Sign up for free at otter.ai or download the app for free. Otter.ai, that's O. -E well, you know, um, this is Rashawn McDonald. Try to walk me into the steps of becoming a potential investor or the steps of being a potential hotel owner or Rashawn do. Because like, this is what I hear, you know, like you try to own a McDonald's, they, they bring you into a McDonald's. You have to work so you can understand. I'm sure the same thing with Chick-fil-A, same thing with Burger King. If I want to become a hotel owner, do I got to go over there and make up beds, clean up some restrooms? or do, What what amount of work do I have to put in to feel that I need to understand the business of hospitality? That goes back to your ownership thesis. If you want to do, if you want to become an owner operator, meaning then you will be doing that, what you just said. You will be checking in folks and making a bed. <laughs> and that's you what y'all doing? Y'all not doing that? Y'all don't want to be that? No, we're not doing that. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. I refuse to check in another guest. That's why I hired. So if I had to check in guests at this point in my career, somebody getting fired. And, and, part, and part of my strategy is owning my time so that I don't have to work. So right. I definitely... And looking for more, you know, the latter as far right. as, you know, what I, what was on my ownership thesis. I, I love y'all. I want to add to what you just said. Hotels that are operating business where you can own a real estate. Right. McDonald's, you don't necessarily own a real estate. Right. right. So mm -hmm. that's what makes hotels a very attractive investment, because not only are you owning the business, you're owning the real estate, which adds to the valuation. So for someone like yourself who wants to come in and invest. You and especially if you want to invest passively, you like, look, I have some extra funds, you know, I have some retirement funds or whatever. I'm looking to invest long term. Okay, you actually and I want to get more of a higher return than what I'm getting in the market or whatever my my other uh, real estate investments. That's why hotels are a sexy asset because it goes off of performance. So think about it. Just think about it. Mm -hmm. Nobody's really traveling right now. Right. But in a couple years. When people feel more comfortable about traveling with COVID, hotels are going to be booked solid. Right, right. And so, with people, sometimes people they they can't wrap their brain around it. Like, oh, nobody's staying in hotels. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right now nobody's mm -hmm. staying in hotels. Mm -hmm. But in a couple years, maybe even next year, maybe even the end of this year, right. people are going to be traveling, and our hotels and our our, our investments going to be nice and, and beautiful and fat because <laughs> because of the return on investment. Well, you know, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I see the opportunity. You know, because people are traveling now. People are resisting because it's called cabin fever. I got to get out. I got to right. get out. And that goes back to the marketing of your property. Do you have you guys, because I, I hear the word team, but you know, you, it's still a property. You know, Hilton, you, you're part of their registry. You go in there, you do a search and it pops up. And and I'm, I'm sure you play a, a royalty fee to them for using their right. brand relationship because they provide that service to you and it helps you, help you win. But yeah. in the end, 
you said something about profitable hotel properties. That's what you should be buying. You should not be trying to build up a property that's not successful. You should go in and look at the portfolio. How does that process work? Well, the three is three things that makes a hotel successful. Right. Location, brand, and operator. So to give you an idea about our hotel, our hotel is in Oklahoma. Our hotel is right off the exit. So if you're driving by and you want to stop, boom, right off the exit. Beautiful new home two suites property, extended state property with the kitchenette, right? So then we have the brand. The brand is a Hilton property. How many people have stayed in Hilton brands? Rashawn, I'm sure you stayed at the Hilton brand. You loved it. You felt comfortable. You was like, oh my goodness. I know when I stayed at Hilton brand, I'm, I know what I'm getting into. Right. Then we brought in an operator, mm-hmm. Commonwealth Hotels. They manage over, they have over a billion dollars in their portfolio. Wow. So we have the three components to make a hotel successful. And I'm going to tell you something. The, you, uh, that property, you do the early morning breakfast? We do. Whew. See, that's yeah. that's that's the home run for me. See, I'm, a, I'm yeah. an old school. Back in the day when I was traveling as a stand-up comic, I had to stay at the hotel. They gave me the free breakfast in the morning, the waffles, the eggs, scrambled eggs, and give me some orange juice. So that's a big selling point, correct? Mm-hmm. It yes. is. Yes. You know, you got to have those incentives because of the fact that it's a very competitive world out there. But you're hitting, that's what I was just saying is that I wasn't annoyed at the fact that, because I knew you were off the hotel, off the property. You see, you get a lot of people who just, I'm tired of driving. Pull over. You get that type of customer. Yeah, then you also yeah, get the customers yeah. to say, hey. I, had, I had actually had a few friends that were driving cross, cross country. Uh-huh. And when the news broke, they were like, I actually was going to stop off in um, Tulsa. Right. But we're actually going to stop off in El Reno, which mm-hmm. is just two hours from Tulsa, mm-hmm. which was even more impactful, I will say, looking right. into this deal is understanding that years and years ago, my ancestors couldn't walk through the front door. Right. And now here we stand as owners of the property and able to provide jobs. We're able to save jobs like where people are getting axed during during the pandemic. We're able to save jobs and increase their quality of living. There were we we went and talked to the staff and some of them hadn't had vacation in years. Wow. Some of them didn't even have a 401k. Mm-hmm. So we were able to come in, provide these resources. So it's the impact to the community as well as um, you know, the people that we're able to inspire through our story. Well, you know, when I, when I, first of all, thank you for coming on Money Making Conversation because you go, your story, I have six sisters and I have, a, I have a daughter, you know, she's graduated from college. And so anytime I, I see inspirational stories by females, especially African-American female, I want to highlight. And that's what I'm doing right now. You know, I, I'm just one of many opportunities that are coming your way or will come your way in the future. Because you reason I say that, because I'm always about trying to see the, the different Way with lanes of opportunity because you know people tend to pigeonhole black people or African Americans. You know they say we don't do we don't understand technology, so they they that's why Silicon Valley said we we weren't looking to hire you guys because we didn't think you guys wanted technology opportunity. We thought y'all just wanted to use the phone, and so so it's the same thing here with this hotel opportunity. Is that I, I'm just trying to answer common sense questions because I want you to understand that. This is incredible what you're doing. It really is incredible. And I say that because of the fact that it's not normal. And that's a positive thing because I think African-Americans, in order to achieve ultimate success in this country, have to do against the norm and the norm and what you guys are achieving against the norm. But you're also taking your experience as former employees 
and say, hey, I want to I want to bet on myself. And in and, and, and closing, I want to talk about that betting on yourself and walking through the unknown. So I want to start. I know, Jessica, I want to start with you on, on, on betting on yourself and because that's what you're happening right now. You're betting on yourself in a hotel business, but you're betting on yourself as an entrepreneur. You're betting on yourself by convincing people they should invest their money into you for long term opportunity. How does that work? What are the stages that to slow you down to go, wow, I'm doing this? Well, I mean, really, we're still in the midst of doing this. I mean, my head is very much still down um, as I am a real estate developer and investor, but it started out being a wholesaler. That journey of investing in myself and believing in myself, once I closed my first wholesale deal, and wholesaling is the act of finding an opportunity and passing it on to a buyer. And it's about understanding the language. It's about understanding, hmm, you can make money off your assets and let your assets pay for your liabilities. Mm -hmm. That's when I started to change the narrative and the conversation. And then I realized, like, it took me three weeks to come up with my first wholesale deal after getting the education. How long am I working in corporate America to make the same type of money? Right. That's when I understood it's the conversation of time. Where am I putting my time to invest to get me greater? And that's how I saw wholesaling as a way to get in and bet on myself. That worst case, no matter where I grew to, which is now, you know, from wholesaler to hotel owner, Mm -hmm. I actually have a course teaching your start in real estate investing from wholesaler to hotel owner, because I never knew that that was possible. But I knew that if I take the bet on myself, I at least have wholesaling that I can fall back on to make my money, to make my income. And the sky has been the limit. I haven't had to go back to corporate America since 2017. And don't get me wrong. There have been times where I come home like, let me just quit. I can get back into sales. I can get back to doing what I do. But I'm like just as haughty as I was about working for Fox, as haughty as I was about working for CBS, I'm just as grateful to work for Jessica Myers. And that's betting on yourself. Wow. Ms. Reeves? Betting on myself. It was just more of a motivation thing. I looked around and I saw all these people, hotel owners or potential hotel owners, and all of them were white. Right. And they own hundreds of acres of land, some even thousands of acres of land. And a lot of them inherited. A lot of them bought it. Mm -hmm. And I said, wait a minute, I can do this. Mm -hmm. I'm helping them do it. So why am I helping somebody else be wealthy when I can help myself be wealthy? Mm -hmm. And I thought about people like my grandmother, who at our age, she couldn't check in a Hilton property. Mm -hmm. She couldn't check in, you know, a days in because of the color of her skin. She Mm -hmm. couldn't even when my grandmother was on the on on, uh, uh, she wasn't back in those days in the the 50s and 60s and 40s. You had to have a certain level of education to even work in a hotel. And my grandmother only had an eighth grade education. So I had to bet on myself and my grandmother. That's what I was doing. So that way, and not even that, I wanted to help other people get to the table. I noticed I was the only person of color. Sometimes I was the youngest, the only person of color, and the woman, sometimes all three at the table. And I said, this is not right. Mm. My mentor told me, she said, Davon, she said, when you are sitting at the table and you notice that there's no other people looking like you, you need to change that. And she said, when you don't notice it, then that's the problem. Then you become the problem if you don't keep that door open. She told me, she said, Devon, I I helped open the door for you. Now it's time for you to keep that door open. So I had to bet on myself. And I realized from all the encouraging words and the love and support, I realized that this is bigger than me. This is bigger than me and Jessica. We have people who are looking at us who are like, wow, you know what? I can own a hotel. I can do the impossible. You know, front desk agents and housekeeping supervisors, they're like, you know what? 
I can literally do this. I can create my own hotel and create possibilities because think because hotels is actually brings over eight million jobs to the to the economy. And people don't even think that, you know, if you are if you're an artist or if you have a skincare line or or if you have lotions or you have all these different products, you can become a vendor and you can become a vendor to a hotel. But see, people don't know that. So right. now when you have faces like us who can help get you in that door, we're creating more opportunities and creating more possibilities. So that's why I had to better myself, not only to so I can create a seat at the table so people can listen to me. Because when I noticed when I didn't have any ownership rights, nobody wasn't in, listening to anything that I said. But now people are knocking down the doors to hear what I have to say. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jessica. Yeah, we, we've been we've been like a few year overnight success. You know how people say, oh, it's an overnight success. Like this is years and years of work, you know, Devon putting 14, 15 plus years into the industry, me five years into the industry. This is a journey of overnight success. This isn't just something that popped up in microwave. Well, I, I love it. And I, by the way, I said you could talk, Jessica, I, I have to slide it back over to Devon. She just showed me that she has the ability to articulate in great length and put a sentence out there. I had to prove sentence. myself. You know, I'll just say right now, you know, like, hey, hey, I, 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 I thought I was listening to Stephen A. Smith in real estate right there. You know, she was just articulating, just throwing down with the words and the verbs and I seat at the table and black America and I got to kick the dough in and all that good stuff. She was talking real stuff right there, girl. When, when they say iron chakra's iron, it really has been <laughs> that between us in mm-hmm. that, you know, us working together, the synergy, we help to exchange, you know, she's more of the numbers, the data, you know, cool. And then, you know, I have the background in television and media. So that's where I have developed my storytelling skills. Right. But mm-hmm. we we feed off of each other and her energy and my energy. And that's how we created something epic. Well, I would tell you, you created something, you opened my mind because like I said, uh, Thank you for allowing me to dive into your story, honestly, you know, to ask honest questions. And uh, if they, it, it, because I didn't know, I didn't know there was a possibility. It was, I, I, I wanted to bring you on the show to expose people to another level. And you said something about the impossible when you, when you were speaking. What you've really shown us is that the possible is possible. And if we understand the possible is possible, then it's not impossible. And that's what I gathered from this interview is that we're sitting around and we're limiting our opportunities because we don't see that the, the possibilities of achieving another lane of opportunity economically, entrepreneurially is out there. We will achieve it if we meet people like you, take courses that you guys recommend you take, and also become a potential investor. You don't have to drop a million dollars down or $2 million down. You can become a passive investor and build a portfolio with you guys and allow you guys to build that through your strategies. That's really what we're talking about right now, huh? Yes. Oh, absolutely. We we focus on collectively. A lot of people, because one of the barriers that people they don't want to get in the hotel business or even get into commercial real estate because they may not have millions and millions of dollars or right. access to capital. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm like, well, wait a minute. If you have 10 of your friends or five of your friends and y'all have, you know, 5,000 a piece, mm-hmm. you know, that's what 50,000, right? right. Mm-hmm. Or if you have, you know, 100,000, if you got 10 of your friends and that's 100,000, that's a million dollars, you can do some damage. Right. Like you can get some stuff done. Mm-hmm. But people, but it's a whole mindset thing, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a whole thing of educating people. So I have courses as well. I also offer one-on-one co- coaching for mm-hmm. people. They're like, and another thing that people don't realize is folks who have 20 Airbnb units, 30 Airbnb units. I'm like, you know, you own a small hotel. Right. They're like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. You know that there are different creative ways and creative finances to help you get into the hotel space. Mm-hmm. But people don't realize that. And the reason why I'm so passionate about it, because I see 
I see how hotels can create so much generational wealth. So much. It's it's corporations, Fortune 500 companies who own hotels. People may not know it. High net worth individuals, they own hotels. People don't know it. So I'm here like, hey, I know it. So let, so let me help my people. Let me help y'all <laughs> get into this space so y'all can get not just bags, but create generational wealth. So I'm like, hey, instead of buying an Hermes bag, invest in a hotel. So that way it's a long-term strategy. That's that's how I look at things. Hey, I love the way you look at it. Uh, Jessica, Devon. I would say do it collaboratively. Absolutely. Collaborative economics. That's the biggest key is coming together and creating the synergy, creating your investor mm-hmm. group, you know, connecting with Epic Collective to show you how to do this, mm-hmm. how to take your community mm-hmm. and your small pot, wherever you are, and how we can do this together. Um, that's really the big thing of changing the narrative of we work apart. We don't work together. We don't come together. Well, no, we're coming to show you that we do. We do in a major way. And this is how you can be a part. Awesome. I want to thank you for coming on Money Making Conversations. Devon, thank Jessica, you your guys were amazing. I, you know, in the summertime, love to invite you back just to let everybody we know. We got to get you to become a hotel owner. This conversation well, isn't over. I'm going to tell you something. I'm with you I, yet. I, I, please. You know, you're in Atlanta. So you come by the office, show me some stuff. I will be writing some checks because, again, you only go with what you know. And so you're telling me, Rashawn, slow it down, brother. Come over here and sit down. So I I do want to become a hotel owner. I don't. What I've learned is, you know, God ain't making no more land out here. He ain't making no more new land. And so you're telling me I can buy some of that land that he's made. And that means yeah. that becomes an asset and that becomes an asset that I can will down to my family members, to my Absolutely. daughter. And that's how you build legacy. And so sometimes you can keep it simple. You know, some it's not it can be go beyond my house. I can I'm buying all these houses out here, but ain't nobody renting them. OK, ain't nobody staying in them. No, I'm, I'm not making any money off my home purchases. So you said, Richard, if you if you decide to stop buying a house. Invest that money in a hotel, then guess what? As we say, mailbox money. You start making that mailbox money. Checks be coming in the mail. So, Devon, you ain't scaring me. You ain't scaring me. You just need to find me so we can talk about that hotel. Business. Oh, I'll find you now. I'm a pit bull in the skirt. I don't think you want any of this. You better watch out. All right. Thank y'all for coming on Money Making Conversations. I appreciate you. Thank you, Sean. Thank you you for the opportunity. And also, too, we just want to add that if you are looking to invest, if you are Mm -hmm. looking to connect with our team, please, please, please follow us at Epic Collective with a Q on Instagram. Also, email us at invest at epiccollective.com. That's epic with a Q. Mm -hmm. Epiccollective.com. Let's do this collectively. I love her. Cool. Thank you for coming on Money Making Conversation. If you want to hear more interviews on Money Making Conversation, because I keep all my interviews on my website, moneymakingconversation.com, and also on my YouTube channel, moneymakingconversation.com. You can subscribe. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I am your host. In this season of giving, Kohl's has gifts for all your loved ones. For those who like to keep it cozy, find fleeces, sweaters, loungewear, blankets, and throws. Or support minority-owned or founded brands by giving gifts from Human Nation and Shea Moisture. And in the spirit of giving, Kohl's Cares is donating $8 million to local nonprofits nationwide. Give with all your heart this season with great gifts from Kohl's or Kohl's.com. Still living in 2021 and manually taking notes? There is a better way. Start the new year with otter.ai. Automatically get meeting notes. Otter.ai works for virtual meetings like Zoom, Microsoft Teams, and Google Meet. Sign up on the web for free or download in the app stores. Otter.ai. That's O-T-T-E-R dot A-I. 
Sticky notes, email alerts, a string around your finger. They're just not big enough. So here's a big reminder from the California Lottery. Tomorrow's Mega Millions jackpot is over $300 million. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player finance.